All right, uh, let's get up again from our seats to receive our scripture reading for today. Scripture reading for today comes from 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. Verses 5 through 10. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Um, Would you bow your heads and join me in prayer at this time? Our Heavenly Father, um, please allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in everyone's hearts so that your word may pierce through their hearts. And please be with me as I deliver your word. Uh, Don't let me pretend who I'm not, but let your light shine through me at this time. Use your mouthpiece, Lord. We ask everything in our Lord Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so today we are going to be talking about being fake, being fake. Um, There's a picture. AV team, do we have the picture up? There is. It's coming up. All right. Today we're going to be talking about being fake. And, you know, when we look at this picture, it's kind of, It's kind of funny because we know that the goldfish is never going to be a shark. Uh, It's kind of cute because it's so ridiculous, right? Uh, When we look at this picture of goldfish being fake, we laugh. We laugh. We might chuckle. We might smile. But did you know that we are actually like this goldfish? You know, we pretend all the time who we are not inside. Now, when we talk about us, ourselves, being fake, now it's no longer cute, right? Because now we're talking about us pretending to be who we are not. And that's, that gets a little more serious. It's no longer a joke. And the truth is we're always hiding our true self. We're always hiding our true self. You know, presenting sides of us that's not really what's inside, but presenting something that we want others to think of us, Right? In other words, what do we call that? We're being fake. We're all fakes here. We're faking our way through life. And, you know, to be quite honest, nobody likes fakes. Nobody likes fakes. No one likes people pretending to be who they're not, right? But we do it all the time. We do it all the time. And that's because we actually have this thing called sin in all of us. It's a darkness that's in all of us. And it's something that's very ugly. It's something that we don't want to show to others. And because we have all, all of us have this sin inside of us, it makes us hide our true selves. It makes us hide uh, our true selves. And it makes us 
hide the sin that's inside of us, the darkness that's inside of us. And today's passage talks about this very issue. As it turns out, we're being fake to those around us. That's pretty obvious. But did you know we're actually being fake even to ourselves? That's right. But get this. The worst part of it all, the worst part of it all is we're actually hiding from God. We're being fake to God. And that's the root of all the problems, actually. And we're going to see that God actually sees through our mask. That's the irony of being fake to God. He sees it all. He knows what's inside of us. He knows our heart of hearts. Yet we lie to God. And with all these fake outs, uh, we find ourselves in our passage. So what's going on in our passage? First John, it's a letter from the Apostle John to the Christians who just had a massive amount of uh, people who uh, leave the church. There, there, there were some false teachers uh, teaching fake gospel. And these uh, massive amount of people who they thought were Christians left the church following the false teachers out of the church. So the question in this passage is, how can we tell if we're fake pretending to be a Christian or not? Hiding our true selves and sin? Or are we, are we truly following Jesus? Are we truly saved? Who is fake or who is real, right? Wouldn't you like to know if, you know, your friends are fake or not? But more importantly, wouldn't you like to know that are you faking or are you real? And if we are, how do we get out of that? How do we become more real to ourselves? So let's find out. So our passage actually lays out three categories of people that we are uh, faking towards. Faking towards. So first is to the other people. Let's take a look at verse 6. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. First, our sin makes us hide our true selves to those around us. I know this is the most obvious one, right? When we say we're being fake, you're being fake. You're fake. That means we're being fake to other people around us, right? Um, Back in college, back in college, I, I knew these uh, three group of friends. Uh, they, were, they were really, uh, when they were together, they were all saying, oh, I love you so much. We're besties forever. Um, so we really thought they were so, so close. They grew up together from, I think, uh, all the way from elementary school, and they ended up in the same college. So they were saying that all the time. But one night uh, after, uh, I think it was after actually a fellowship night, um, I overheard one of them say this to someone else. It's like, you know what? I can't stand the other two. Oh, man. I, you know what? I, I hate them all. I was, I was so confused. I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Didn't you just tell the other, uh, the, when three of them were together, that they, you know, love each other. They're going to be best friends forever. But then once those two were gone, this one person was saying, you know what? I hate them. I can't stand them. Oh, they're so annoying. You know, some of us might have experienced this kind of thing, right? It's what we call, you know, two-faced. That person is being two-faced. That person is being fake to 
to, uh, to the friend, the two friends, she's saying, oh, I love you. But once she turns around, she's saying, I can't stand them. I hate them. You know, these are the masks that we put on. Our sin, when we're faking to others, these are the masks that we put on. And our verse tells us it makes us liars. Faking makes us liars. And we also know that when we're putting on these masks, it stirs something inside of us. We know it doesn't match the outward expression. Something in us is not matching with how we're acting out on the outside. So we know deep down inside something is off, something is up. We're hiding something. We're covering something up. And what are we exactly hiding here? Uh, and our passage tells us the exact thing. One word, sin. Sin. We're all hiding sin in all of us. We're ashamed of it. We're ashamed of it. And we don't want to show it to others because, let's face it, it's ugly. That is, I, I hate them. That's ugly. You don't want others to find out that you have so much darkness, so much hatred inside of you especially to the person that you are being two-faced to, right? And we're afraid once we show our inside, our darkness that's inside, that they might not like us or other people might think, judge us as, you know what, this person is so two-faced. Oh my goodness. Um, I can't believe I was friends with them, friends with her, right? So we're afraid that they might not like us. People might not like us if we show them our true self, our true self, every thought that goes through in our mind, right? So in this situation, what's, what was that friend that was being two-faced hiding? Well, she was hiding the intense hatred inside of us, the sin, right? Um, let's say... Uh, Another example of us putting on masks, I mean, we might do this subconsciously, unconsciously, but let's say you're at church, so you're acting all good, and, you know, I'm a good person, I help out people, uh, my friends, um, and it's like, oh, I, can't, I, I gotta be holy, I don't, I don't sin, but deep down, when you're all alone, there might be sin that you're struggling with, right? Or something that you did, even just this morning, that's bothering you. We're hiding that. We're putting on the mask, right? Or let's say you want to appear smart to other people. So uh, in front of other people, you know, you, you, you brag about your SAT score. You brag about your A's. Or it might be the other way around, right? It's like, oh, you know, you know what? I, I, I failed that exam again. <laughs> you know, I don't care. You know, I'm so cool. I don't care. Whatever the case is, we're putting on masks. And let's say... When you're acting all good at church, what are you hiding inside? Actual sin that's going on inside. And when you're pretending to be smart, what are you actually hiding? Probably your insecurity that maybe you're not as smart as everyone thinks you are. Or maybe you actually really care about the grades and you pretend that you don't care because you want to appear cool. You know, whatever the case is, when you're putting on these masks, when you're being fake to all the other people around you, you're hiding your sin. You're hiding the darkness that is inside of you. You're hiding your true self. And you know, 
All of us do it. All of us, including me. We're all hiding the darkness that's inside of us. And we don't want other people to see it. That's why we fake it. But did you also know we also be fake to our own selves? It's not just to the others where we're being fake to. We actually hide our own sin from ourselves. Let's take a look at verse 8. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. You know, this one is not as obvious as uh, faking to the others, right? Uh, we, we fake to the others. That's understandable when we say we fake, uh, we're being uh, fake. But we're also hiding the truth from ourselves. You know, we, in our passage, we tell ourselves we don't have sin. You know what? I'm not that bad. I don't have the darkness inside of me. The inner voice that tells me something is wrong with us. And the problem with that is, just like the goldfish that we saw, just because we wish we were a shark doesn't make us into a shark. Likewise, if we uh, wish that we didn't, have a, we didn't have sin in us, we're not that bad, there's no darkness inside, you know what? It doesn't make us any better. It doesn't cause the darkness to go away. And there's another poster, actually. Uh, we can post that up. Okay. So when I was looking for <laughs> the goldfish, I actually just say, uh, typed in on Google, like, uh, fake person or fake things. And then the goldfish popped up. And there were actually a lot of motivational quotes, <laughs> uh, like this one. Uh, floating around, using it as a meme. Be brave, even if you're not pretend to be. What's the, <laughs> what's the point of this, this uh, poster? Well, it's saying, you know what? It, you can be afraid, but fake it until you make it. Fake it until it becomes real. You know, you're afraid, that's okay. Think you're brave, think you're brave. If you think that enough and act out like you're brave, you're going to be brave. But the reality is, just because you wish it doesn't make it go away. Just because you think you're not afraid, it's not going to, maybe for a while you might start to believe, oh, you know what, maybe I am brave. Maybe I am brave. But it's the fact that it's still there in the back of your mind and you have to keep telling yourself, that means it's still there. It's not going to change the goldfish into a shark just by thinking it. And that's the problem that we have. You know, we, we say, we all of us say what we want to say to ourselves. We don't have sin. We don't have sin. We don't have darkness. But that's not true. It's not going to make what is true into what you wish it was. And you can't ever completely quiet down that inner voice that's inside of you that tells you there is something wrong. There is a darkness that's inside of me. I don't, it's something that you can't even sometimes articulate what it is, but there's something wrong going on. I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong. You know, actually, I read this article um, um, at a, on a newspaper. Uh, it was talking about a model, uh, and I think he, she's a huge influence. 
she, uh, she was suffering with body image and um, eating disorder. And she, she tried on what was uh, pretty popular uh, up until now, actually. I think it's still popular, body positivity, right? Uh, I'm okay as I am. I'm beautiful as I am. Um, and she's a very famous model, and she's struggling with uh, eating disorder and um, body image. So she says she tried that. She struggles with it. Um, and she tried this body positivity, but she confessed that actually, I don't love my body all the time. It's impossible for me to love my body all the time because there's something in her telling her, no, you're not, no, you're not, no, you're not. And she couldn't quiet that down just by forcing herself to think, I am beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. So you know what she's trying now? She said, uh, she confessed, you know what, body positivity, I'm done with that because it doesn't work. I can't love my body all the time. So I'm going to try something new, body neutrality, body neutrality. That's uh, apparently what it is, is um, you think of your body as uh, just okay, nothing, neutral. Uh, It's neither good, it's neither bad, it's just there. Um, So she's trying that out. But I kind of have a feeling it might not work uh, either. Because the truth is, we're all made in the image of God. We're all beautiful and perfect, or at least we were supposed to be. But in our sin, that, that image that we were supposed to be of God, it got distorted completely. Now we have decay, we age, and we have death. And our sense of worth and uh, beauty got all messed up as well because of sin. Now, she's trying to hide that darkness. She's trying to force herself. She's trying to lie to herself uh, that there's that darkness inside of us, but she found it impossible. It's hard. It's, it's not going to work. So um, I'm going to just take a tangent. And, you know, for those of us suffering from eating disorder or body image, it's not us that we got to tell we're beautiful. It's actually God who tells you, you are beautiful. You are so worth it. So if we're struggling with body image, that's okay. It's not us that's telling us. It's God, the creator of universe, creator of you, telling you that you're so, so worth it. How much? To, enough to kill his own son. That's what Jesus, what, that's what God is telling us. So Moving on, we tell these lies to ourselves. We fake even to ourselves. We deceive ourselves. You know, no wonder we have so many. I I got to talk to a lot of young adults, um, and they're all struggling with something called imposter syndrome. How many of you have heard of that term, imposter syndrome? Uh, not many of you. It's where you, you feel like you, are, uh, you don't belong. Wherever, if you're a student, uh, you're at a great college, for some reason, you're working and working and working really hard, but for some reason, you feel like you're fake. You, you don't really belong here. You have to constantly prove that you belong at that school. Or if you got a great job, uh, you have to constantly work, work, work to prove that you belong there because... Something is telling them inside, you know what, you don't belong here. You don't belong here. Um, And that's imposter syndrome. And so many of our young adults are suffering from that. And maybe some of you feel that way too. That's because 
we are constantly lying to our own self. And, you know, we can get pretty good at lying to ourselves. You know, we may believe it for a while, but the truth always catches up. It, uh, you can't change a goldfish to a shark again by just wishing it. You know, for myself, um, my darkness, my sin that was with me for a long time and still is, is uh, being regarded as smart, right? Being regarded as smart, right? I didn't care if uh, you make fun of my height. I don't, I don't care. Um, but you know what? One thing you're not going to make fun of me for is my intellect, how smart I am. So that was my darkness inside of me, driving every move, right? The idolatry of intellect. And from that sin was born so many other sins. Like what? Insecurity? I always had to prove myself. I went to TJ. I got all A's in college. I went to Ivy League law school. What? I still feel like I'm not smart enough. I always have to prove myself. And jealousy, right? That's another darkness that's born of that. I got jealous of, well, yeah, I went to uh, one school, but there's always better schools to go to. Um, you name it. It just builds and builds and builds. And I try to <laughs> look, I look down on other people. Um, I was putting up masks all the time, and I was telling even myself, you know what, you're smart. Uh, don't worry about it. But this darkness inside of me, it kept on, kept on, kept on growing. No matter what I told myself, I couldn't get rid of my insecurity, jealousy, my idolatry of the intellect. So we do it all the time, all of us, including myself. And the reason why we conceal to others and even to ourselves is actually deeper than just even myself. Ultimately, we're actually trying to hide ourselves from God. So we desperately want to believe that there is actually no darkness inside of us. So that's why we pretend to the other. We put on masks, uh, masking our darkness, masking our sin. That's why we lie to even ourselves. Uh, there's no darkness inside of me. I can just tell myself to, uh, to do one thing and it's going to become truth. We're desperately pretending to be someone that we're not hiding our darkness because we think by doing that, the sin is going to go away. And we, we think we don't have to worry about it if we just fake it until we make it. Oh, man, but we just learned that it's almost impossible, right? It's never going away. Again, we may lie to ourselves for a while, but the truth always catches up. Um, and let's take a look at verse 10. If we say we have not sinned, we make him, God, a liar, and his word is not in us. So sin makes us hide our true selves in darkness, um, especially to God, to ourselves, to those around us. And that's because sin actually brings us guilt and shame. Sin makes us hide from God. So Adam and Eve, if you remember the first thing uh, when after they sinned, the first thing they did was hide from God because they were ashamed. There was guilt. 
We were meant to be with God. We were meant to have a relationship with God. But in our own sin, we broke that bond. Now, there's this guilt, the emptiness that's inside of us that was meant to be filled with our relationship with God. So we have shame. Something went wrong. And that's what we can't turn off. It's not even at our intellect level. It's at our soul level. The darkness is not residing in our head. It's actually in our soul. That's why we're hiding, 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 hiding our ugliness from others, from our own selves, and from God. And we become fakes. That's our profession. That's uh, what we do in life. Sin makes us hide our darkness. But, you know, as I mentioned, God is, our God is amazingly powerful. Meaning what? He knows what's going on inside all of us. So it's kind of funny if you think about it. It's ironic. We're trying to hide from God what he already knows. But how do we be real then? If, if this is our condition right now, and I, we all, we're all faking through our lives, how do we become more real? How do we be more real? Well, here's the good news. God sees the true you, the darkness that is inside of you, inside all of us, inside me, and still loves you. And how do we know that? Let's take a look at verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. God is light and there's no darkness. What does that mean? Well, what does light do when it comes in contact with darkness, something dark? One, it can't exist. Darkness cannot exist where there is light. And also, the light exposes all the imperfections, all the darkness, all the things that were happening in the darkness, right? Um, <laughs> so for example, um, let's say you go on your first date with someone that you really like, the guy or girl that you really like. Have you ever noticed that these romantic dinners always happen in like kind of dim setting? You never have like your first date, a first romantic date in like a broad, uh, well, you might. <laughs> but I think uh, I... I've talked to a lot of sisters and brothers, and it always happens in that the best spots are these dimly lit, like, restaurants. Why is that? Well, because the, the light, the dimness, uh, the absence of light, it actually hides. It conceals our imperfections. So, you know, he might look a little more cuter under that dim light because you're not seeing that, you know, the mole or whatever. You know, it's... Because of this light exposes the imperfections, we want the dim light, at least for our first impression in our dates. So likewise, the light exposes our imperfections. That's what light does. Uh, you can't hide from it. And you know what the good, good news is? The real good news? If God is light, well, he is light, that means he exposes all our imperfections. He exposes all our darkness, yet he chose to love us. Yet he came to us. How do we know? Because it says that's the message we heard. Uh, John's referring to probably 
John chapter one, gospel according to John chapter one, verse four. Here we go. In him was life, talking about Jesus. In him was life and the life was light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who was born not of blood, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of men, but of God. So the light, the light that's exposing all our darkness, he came to us. And instead of making us feeling guilty and shame and hiding our imperfection, he died for us. So what? So that we can have that light in us. So he's trading your darkness, that the inside something is wrong, something is wrong, that the inner voice that's telling you, the soul that's telling you something is off, there is darkness in me. He traded that with his own life, with his own light. And so for those who are tired of pretending, I am tired of pretending of who I'm not. The only real way we can be true to our true self, if we do that in our darkness, only thing that's going to do is expose our darkness. So we're going to hide it. No, only way to be truly real is go into that light. Have that light in us so that it is the light that is, that's been shown inside out from you he sees that darkness and he loves you anyway how much enough to trade his own life for you that's the light that we're talking about that's the light that that just banishes all darkness inside of us and that's why our verse says we confess our sins to him and he forgives us of that. He trades that sin, that darkness with his own light so that the light shines through us. So when we tap into our innermost self, we be real, we're showing not ourselves, but the light that is in us. And that's how we know God loves us. That's how we know Jesus, the light came to us to trade that darkness with light. And from that truth, all our problem of faking to others, ourselves, to God, it all gets solved. We can now be real. What, what do I mean by that? Well, you don't have to pretend to be fake to those around you. Why? You're not, no longer pretending and hiding something. You're showing them the light that is in you, Jesus that is in you, the Christ blood that is in you. You're showing them your true self, true light, not of your light, but Jesus in you, the light that is shining through you. Now, you also no longer have to lie to yourself, right? When then there's darkness inside of you, keep telling you that you're not worthy, um, you're just angry, or maybe, um, you know, you got to be smart to be worth something in this world. You got to be pretty to be something in this world. No, you silence that truth. That's lie. That's a lie. That's darkness talking. The light will tell you, you are so worth it. You are so worth it. Enough to trade my own blood for it. That's what Jesus' light does. 
even to ourselves. We don't have to pretend. We can silence that inner darkness with what? Truth. Truth. No. That is a lie. That is a lie. You can tell your soul, soul, be quiet. Be quiet. That's a lie. Why? Jesus says I'm worth it. Jesus, the creator of universe, says you are worth it. You are worth trading his own life for. And last but not least, it solves our problem of faking to God. Now, we no longer have to hide like Adam and Eve, but what, what does it say? Now we can go as children. We can go to him as daughter, sons of God. We can talk to him. We can have that relationship with him. And that's how we solve being fake to all around us, ourselves, to God. It's the light that is in us. That's Jesus. So all stars and JG, go to Jesus. Go to Jesus. Go into the light. We can finally free from being fake to everyone. We can finally be real and have his light shine through us. Would you bow your heads and join me in prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus, the light of the world that entered our world so that we may no longer have to hide our darkness that is inside all of us. Allow us to accept that truth. Allow us to confess to you that we have that darkness inside. We have that sin inside. We are sinners. But you, Lord, Jesus, the true light, will help us to be more real. Tap into that that life-giving source, the light that shines away all darkness. Help us to tap into that by running into you, Lord. So we no longer have to be fake to others. Instead, we can show the light that is in us. So when our own inner thoughts tell us we're the darkness that is inside of us, we can say, you know what? That's a lie. Because Jesus, our God, tells me that's a lie. And most of all, we thank you because now we can go to you. We no longer have to be ashamed, ridden with guilt. We can go to you as children of God. We thank you for what Jesus has done for make it possible for this to happen so that we can be more real. We no longer have to pretend. We no longer have to be fakes, but be true to who we were meant to be before we sinned, to be your children. We ask that you remind this truth throughout next week, throughout next year, throughout the rest of our lives until we meet you face to face. We thank you, Lord. We love you. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.